the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. Welcome everyone, my name is Jaime, I'm playing Kay Zamorano. Ah, and I'm Michael with Torlin. I'm Ellie as Captain Dana. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. Uh, thank you for joining us this week and listening to us. Ernesto with Truco is out this week. And uh, we have a guest player this week. Oh, this is John, and I will be playing Mycroft. Oh, welcome, John. Um, and so for this week, as usual, we'll start with background question. This is for everybody except our guest player for this week, John, since he hasn't quite joined the group yet. Um, what is something you wish that you were better at or you wish you had learned? What keeps you from pulling in the time or energy to change that? Ooh, says Kay. Um, probably the biggest thing that, I, that I'd like to be better at is keeping my mouth shut. Let's just say over the last few months, my trap has led me to more problems than I'd care to admit. What keeps me from taking the time or energy to change that? Yes, some people just never learn. You know, they put their hand in the fire, it burns, and then for some reason, does it burn every time? Yep, yep, it does. Yeah, I keep opening my mouth when I shouldn't, and you always realize it. Always realize it. One second after you said something, as opposed to one second before you said something. Well, it seemed to be quite. Uh... Quite an issue there in the meeting with Prince Rygar. I think I was observing but something to be worked on. Uh, as for myself, something I wished for that I could be better at. Well, uh, during my extensive tours across the fronts of the Brillish War, I picked up a little bit of Gnomish along the way. And all by the end of it, there was such a great mix of soldiers from various places that they called home and uh, different cultures and I think even uh, there were at times uh, creatures from Drome that were being fought alongside not luckily not out in the waters of the Scion Sea but uh, I mean how do you even speak with those individuals you'd have to learn uh, the entire new language and uh, well now that I've started uh, pursuing the bardic path I've come to think about subtleties of language a little bit more and I've heard that there is a, a gnomish tradition of bardic prowess and uh, just because of the, the syntax and the rhythms of their language, uh, the magic turns out in a different manner and it sure would be interesting to learn a little bit more about that and perhaps other languages as well. I'm just as skilled with dwarven and, and common at the moment. There's a slight differences to the, the Lazarite tongue out here that I'm still picking up on. I've never had a hard time learning how to do things with my hands, you know. I'm 
took to farming really well, took to fighting really well, but the thing I wish I'd gotten better at was learning how to talk to people, especially in a, in places a little more refined than sitting around the fire in a forward operating camp, just shooting the breeze in between in between the action. Um, it's, uh, you know, there was always this this dream that you know once the war was over, Maz and I would go back to Metro and then I'd be Dana Lazani, society lady, and you know he he helped me out with learning a few niceties, you know, before looking to the future and uh, well, when that future ended, I didn't need it anymore, did I? But things have changed again. Now I'm the captain of this ship. I'm looking to get in with the right people and that means I'm going to need to learn how to talk to them, but who's going to teach me all the way out here? This is a <laughs> kind of a strange place for it. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming with a name like your Troon guys knows a thing or two, and he's he's very eloquent um, in in his letters. So maybe he'll be able to help me out with that. But I hardly know how to talk to him. Thank you for that. Um, and this week, for our session recap from last week, we have uh, Kay doing the course. Journal entry seven to Thurndor nine ninety. I don't know if I fell into the right or the wrong crew. This Captain Dana got me out of my shackles, so we'll see how long that lasts. But finally, we're on our way to Tantamar. I don't know if Captain Arlen will be there in time, or if we'll be there to meet him. All I know is that I gotta, I got to speak to him. And this Captain Dana seems to want to speak to him too, seems to try to get more people on board this crew. Let's see where this goes curious who these people are and maybe they're the first people I can trust out here? I don't know yet. Journal entry. Therendor 8. Still 998. Oh boy. This Truco guy? It's pretty crazy. He speared a shark. Or was it a whale? I'm not exactly sure. I'm not really good with those fish stuff, but threw his spear over the boat and fished an entire I don't know, thing onto the boat. It's pretty impressive. Like he it took two of them to drag it on. He almost flipped himself overboard. He's pretty crazy with that thing. Uh, I have to ask him where exactly he got it because I feel like there's something special about it. He's a funny guy. <laughs> I feel like maybe he gets himself as in as much trouble as I do. But for all the wrong reasons I guess? As opposed to me? The right reasons? Wait, that can't be right. Journal entry, Therendor the ninth. These people are starting to grow on me. Um, I mean, I've heard that people that grow close to each other, sometimes people are too close to each other. There's something going on in that relationship with Dana and, and, uh, and Torlin. They're good people. And they're not just putting on a face. You can tell because I think they got into an argument last night. Um, there's some words exchanged. I feel like they've been kind of eyeing each other over the last few hours ever since, ever since dinner. Don't exactly know what was said see both of them react that way they're real they're not just putting on they're not just putting on uh, appearances on for my sake or even the ship's sake there's some deep emotions going there i don't know 
how exactly that, that uncle and niece relationship happened works with it between a dwarf and a human, but it's got to be complicated at some level. Am I really going to be doing these every day? I guess it's the 10th of Therendor now. We're making good time, but uh, you know what? We saw, apparently, we flew by uh, Dreadhold. Something I always wanted to see. I always thought it was super interesting. Something built that well from the bottom up, able to last the test of time, able to, to hold off any attacks. I mean, Truko was talking about it, Torlin were talking about it, but maybe it'll be my time. Maybe next time I'll be able to see it. Maybe we can get close enough to take a real good look at it. Okay, I'm getting tired of, of, of naming these every day. Maybe I'll, I'll name them by voyage next time. We're closing on uh, we're closing on 10 tomorrow. I had to say something to you today. I had to stand up and, and take account or, or properly think. It's been five days. You learn a lot of someone in five days living on a boat. And I said these people were real. I said that they they had real emotions. They weren't just putting on airs and they did save my life from indentured servitude. More than that, more than giving me a chance, they've given me a, they've offered me a place in their in their family on their boat. They're aiming to do something. I, maybe they're not aiming to do something, but I feel like Captain Dana has something in mind for this show. It has something to do with Seer, and yeah, maybe this is a place I can hang my hat. Anyway, I had to tell them all tonight that I I owe them. I owe them for my freedom. Okay, so I don't even remember what date is right now. All I know is that we just met fish people. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what that was about. Uh, we stumbled upon a, a, a fishing boat that was out at sea, and then we were attacked by fish people. I mean, I've heard of fish people before. Uh, I've read about them. I just never thought I'd see them. Uh, I guess it really is different out here in, in, in the principalities. The only thing I can hope for is that no more surprises happen. Okay. It's the 13th. Lucky number 13, I guess. Uh, yeah, I said, I hope nothing bad happens. Apparently Arlen's ship got sunk. Apparently he's captive. What's going on here? Ah, I, should, I should ask Dana. She probably knows. They probably Thank you for that. <clears throat> um, oh, just to be clear, you guys arrived on the 12th. However, we are starting on the 13th of Therendor. Uh, because you guys arrived late in the evening. Um, you've heard the buzz on the docks that uh, Captain Arlen uh, was taken capture, was taken captive with a couple of his crew members. Um, his ship was destroyed. Um, lots of different rumors kind of running around about what's happened. Um, you guys did find out um, that the boat that you brought in was, um, a uh, fisherman's family out of a nearby town named Pith. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not sure what you all are hoping to do. Certainly by the rights of salvage. You guys can do what you want with the boat. Uh, if you're going to try and sell it or anything like that, it's going to take some time to find a buyer. Um, but uh, you guys have woken up from 13th of Therendor, kind of. Uh, and what's your guys' plan for the day? Having heard, uh, well, actually, let me do this. So, um, everybody give me a common knowledge check. That's a six, and I'll keep it. That's an eight, and I'll keep mine. Eleven for Dana. Holding. Yep. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, 
Torlin, you, um, I mean, you don't know a bunch about Tantamar other than just, you know, a few things that you've heard. You haven't had much um, experience coming around here. I mean, the one thing that you have heard is Tantamar is um, uh, part of the Gold Drake uh, Barony. Um, they don't really have a fleet here, uh, but it is known for its exports of wine and lumber to the rest of the principalities. Uh, Dana, you've, you and Russ have had lots of conversations. Um, and uh, so, of course, he told you a lot about Tantamar and you've learned a number of things about Tantamar. Generally speaking, Tantamar actually has a very strong reputation as a place of um, law and order um, in the principalities, which is uh, a bit unique. It's kind of one of the reasons why the Hand of Plenty was often birthed and docked here is they were able to do their business um, very well and uh, with less risk of molestation from a lot of your unsafe resorts that are generally here throughout the principalities. Um, it's, um, they haven't run their own fleet much at all. Um, they mostly do a lot of trade um, in wine and lumber and various other things, which is how they've kind of get, they've become pretty wealthy from that. Um, so, uh, it's a very pretty well defended city. Uh, they've got a very active guard, walls around. You guys had to pay a fee. Uh, speaking of which, uh, that was uh, 25 Galifars for your birth here in town. Um, I shall notate. And Kay, you have also known being here um, that uh, it's the Gold Drake Barony. Um, and it's kind of like a, uh, it's, it's a slightly hereditary barony, but it's also based on who the wealthiest family is through the trade that happens in and out of Tantamar. Um, so they are very merchant and economic geared town. Um, you know, in addition to some of the other stuff that Dana knows as well. So to clarify, uh, Tantamar is effectively an independent city state is not beholden to any of the princes. Correct. To any, to any of the common principalities. There are uncommon principalities? Oh. Yeah, it's all the small ones. Not all the land in the Lazar is owned by uh, by the main ones, I say, the main ones that are listed in Canada, right? Gotcha. Those are just the most prominent principalities. Okay. They're not the only ones. A lot of the lesser ones are referred to as, uh, uh, they're set up by people who call themselves barons. Um, there's some other minor principalities and things like that. So, and Tantamar is one of those. Uh, through their wealth, they have pretty easily maintained their independence. So we're docked here. It's it's an independent city-state, and it's the morning of the 13th, yeah? Yep. Cool. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if that falls in with my common knowledge check. Whether they're independent, do they consider themselves independent, or do they consider themselves major? Oh, they definitely consider themselves an in, 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 yeah, an independent barony. Okay, so they don't. They might aspire, but they know that they're not there. They're not here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, I will say, since you got to raise Cade, um, you don't necessarily know everything that. I mean, Dana's probably sharing with you. But one of the things that you know, especially from your indentured stuff and talking to other people, one of the things you've learned that there is a there is a prison here, Crag Peak Prison. Uh, that's above town, uh, that because of Tantamar's independence and their wealth, it's a very well-maintained 
And a lot of principalities actually send some of their high profile prisoners here uh, rather than trying to pay House Kundrak, you know, ex even more exorbitant fees for their um, guarding. So this is kind of like a, um, not the only place or a place, a place at times, some of the other principalities send people to be housed in prisons, uh, knowing that they're going to be very securely held. So if you don't have any more questions there, Kay, I'd like to set the scene for the morning. So yeah, uh, gathered around the table slash map table in Dana's cabin. We've paid the dog fee, we're set to be here. And, uh, you know, I put my hands down across the table and say, the way I see it, we need to do two things to, to kick off. One, we need to find out what the charges against Captain Arland are exactly. And two, we need to find out if any of his crew managed to evade capture. And because having a chat with them could be real handy. I'm not one to paint same brush around everyone. Just because we know their charges doesn't mean he necessarily did it, right? So we're just trying to figure out how bad it is or how bad it looks. I know. Like I said, we this place. Well, okay, this place uh, takes the book out of the Donby page. <laughs> Once we know what the actual charges are against Captain Arland, we'll know how to respond to them and what our next move needs to be. And if we can find any crew who managed to evade capture. They can tell their side of the story straight to us. I'd like to be able to get into that prison and speak with Captain Arland directly. If my stature as a captain's not enough to get in there, we'll need to find our answers somewhere else. Some prisoners, uh, some prisons do accept visitors. Uh, evidently not the one in Regalport, but uh, yes. I mean, the man is a, is a character beyond repute from when I knew him and I don't suppose that that has changed, so uh, it's just a matter of time before we uh, we find some evidence that will, will clear his name, I do believe. Unless this is some sort of setup that goes with deep roots. Well, one thing, one thing I've learned, Torlin, is that can't take any knowns for granted. Nevertheless, let's find out exactly what they're being held for, what the punishment is, and uh, and who we can swirl off. At least we know it's not death. That's good. We don't know that, no. Why would they house him if they just plan on killing him after? I see you've... Did, did you not ever see the jail in Metro... Never mind. The, if he hasn't had a trial yet, they're going to hold him. And if he is sentenced to death, executions don't happen every day. Well, I'll follow your lead. You really know more about this place than I do. Well, only, only secondhand. So, right. Let's go so, find so, the, the magistrate, I guess. Is that is that the right play, Torlin? I mean, Torlin, you're 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 the you're to the ground, right? Are we gonna find? Should we go to the magistrate first, or should we like, speak to? Uh, the magistrate will hear about us coming in one way or another. I think it makes sense. We can divide our efforts as well. Uh, I just... Uh, we should discuss uh, Dana 
how far exactly do we want to go on this? Uh, ultimately, it's it's your say. I owe that man my life several times over, and unless he's done something to betray that trust, if we uncover that. Uh, I'm willing to go to bat for him. And I'll go to bat for you. Like I said, let's let's figure out what we're fighting first, and then we'll be able to decide what we need to do to, to best fight it. You know, you know that when it comes to the well-being of someone else who needs looking after, you know I'll jump in there. Let's find out who the enemy is first, what these charges are, what we're fighting. So. I certainly demonstrated that. Yeah. Uh, Let's get breakfast uh, cleared up here so we can start the day and get where we need to be. Um, Torlin, I'd love you to come to the magistrate with me. Okay. What? Either come with us and we'll all go looking for crew together, or if you want to keep your ear to go start and looking right away to find out if anyone evaded capture, your call. I, I'm going to go. I Let's put it this way. I don't trust the principalities to deal with me properly, so I'm, I'm going to follow you guys. Right. Let's stick together then. I will. Um. We'll prepare to disembark the ship. Um. At this point, uh, due to Torlin's identification of the Tidewater Cutlass as something having been taken from a Siren captain by Lagra, I am going to start using it. Um. At some point I'll need to figure out mechanically what um, you know mechanically what I need to do to unlock its ability but that's neither here nor there it's the symbolism that matters right now you, so. you've had it long enough and, and worked around it long enough that uh, you know how to use it cool so yeah um, that is what I'll be what I will be wearing on my on my sword belt is that cutlass and not your rapier correct Nope, I'm uh, I'm losing that parry bonus. Yeah, I might want to throw the rapier in the uh, party loot because I think as long as the rapier is on your character sheet. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll drag it to my locker. Bonus. Yeah. Um, I thought I had a locker. Apparently, I don't anymore. <clears throat> so you're just heading to the magistrate. Yeah. Um, when we left Regalport, just as as we're going there, um. There was like different. Is there anything that that, that kind of shows like those like uh, what are they called? Those like nests with like pirates in them, where they kind of like being held and like crows. Oh, like oh god, what what is their names? Cages is all I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I, I know they're, I know they're cages. There was a specific name for them. Um, I'm sorry, what is it? The hangman cages. You know when you pull into pirates area, sometimes they have those cages with pirates, and they're just like yeah, no, guilty. You've seen, both, you've seen both those present, both in Regal Port and here in Tantamar. It's not that that kind of site is not uncommon in the slightest in the Lazar. Okay. And in fact, I would say in the Lazar, it's uncommon not to see them. Okay. The real question is kind of like how many and how occupied are they? Huh. So. Just heading down to the dock, dealing with the port authority, uh, making our way to the magistrate. Okay. 
Uh, it takes you some time to get to the to the government offices inside town. It's on the far side of the Market Square, which takes up a huge section of Pantomar. Um, you know, and there's a there's a secretary there, some some sort of administrator. May I help you? Good morning, Captain Daniel Lasagna of the Crown and Bell. I'm looking for information about uh, the charges against a fellow captain of mine. And uh, do you have an appointment? Are you on the docket? I'm not on the docket. And who who would this uh, associate of yours be? Captain Alexei Arland. I just want to know what he's being held charged with. Ah, uh, do you... Interesting. Do you sail with Captain Arland? I do not. They kind of look you up, up and down at that. Um, interesting. Well, <clears throat> I will see. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Uh, Torlin will, will sidle up and just lean over, lean on the desk a little bit. Uh, it's just tall enough that his stature allows. He says, if there's any way we can expedite the process, it is a matter of some import. And uh, when he slides his elbow off, you know, he, there might be a little glint of gold underneath. Coral and I, I told, uh, out of character, we discussed back at the ship that this is a place that is all about law and order and lawful good. Uh, so if, 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 if Michael, if you're still doing that, uh, yeah. What's this lawful good you speak of? I don't, I, I don't understand that term. Well, it's still in the principalities. I mean, these people are all about it's, the gold, right? It's not like I'm giving them a bribe to release him. So first of all, I need to know how much are you sliding across, and give me a stealth check since you're trying to do it. Uh, uh, let's let's call to two two Galifars here. For the record, Dane is holding with her first roll, which was a basic success. And I mean, it's it's intended for him to see it, but it's supposed to be subtle. Right. And what? Basic success. What did you roll, Dana? I believe my highest was a seven, but you know I've got four bennies. I'll I'll do one more for for kicks. Yeah, I'll stick with the seven. You know that's how we crit fail at this table. Phil, yeah. well while they're doing the talking, Kay's kind of like keeping his eyes out around if there's anything. Kay's doing what? He's just looking. He's looking around, um, whether it be wanted posters or whatever. He's trying to see if there's any kind of information that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Torlin. Okay, you pass across two gold pieces. Um. A tiny bribe, old man. <laughs> I really have. I'm bad at like. I don't know how much is what in this fantasy world. So, like, I should be giving more, and that's something my character would would know. I don't know. Maybe somebody can clue me in. I want to have it as in character on that. Kay was going to bring that up later. I'm, I'll try and give him a, a week's wages for a secretary. So, so I take it the comment you just made was Michael asking, saying that he's bad at this, right? Not Torlin. Yes. Okay. Just, just for clarity, around. Okay. Um. So he sees that. <clears throat> you see him kind of look over his shoulder a little bit. Just put his hands over yours and takes the coin, and um, uh, he turns and walks away. And uh, he come, he passes through door, 
So, Kay, you look around. I mean, of, of course, in a government office magistrate, there's a bunch of wanted, there's a bunch of posters up, uh, various different uh, pirates and ruffians and thugs and cutthroats and all sorts of stuff. Uh, give me a notice. Nothing that says, yeah, nothing that says Alexi Arlen wanted for. Oh! Oh, no. Of course, my first roll for the day. So, what was your first roll of the day? Uh, I think is this one. It's a crit failure. Oh, crit <laughs> failure. Uh, so you're looking around for Alexi Arlen, and uh, suddenly you see the drawing in it is really, it's not the greatest drawing of it. It's not an animated one or anything like that. Uh, it's a very poor artist who did it. Clearly not somebody from Thrani or anything like that. Uh, however, there's a familiarity with the face, and you look down at the name, and the name says Vero, and you knew a Vero in school. And so you just like tear this post down there, and you're just looking at it wondering, is this one of my schoolmates? You know, um, and you, you're definitely leaning, his last name's not listed here, he's wanted for uh, murder and burglary. Um, <clears throat> but you're like, like 90% sure that he was probably one of your schoolmates. Where's the magistrate? He's, he Are left you, to another room, right? The secretary left for another room secretary. to go ostensibly speak with the magistrate. Okay. Uh, so after a couple Lose minutes... Lose me my gold. He did take your gold. Uh, didn't really seem to register anything one way or the other with you, Torlin. Um, but he did take the money. Uh, he walks in the room and he comes back in the room and he looks at you. Uh, Captain Daniel Lozani, is it? Do you come from Karnath? No, I hail from Seer. Ah, well, that, uh, you must have the proper paperwork from Karnath to even be able to speak or address, uh, Captain Arlen. He's, and that's all, that's all I'm allowed to say on the matter. Okay, what about this guy? I, I pointed completely interrupting what, the conversation. What a, where, where was he's he last seen? He's wanted for murder and burglary. In, in this town? That's why we have the posts up here. These are largely criminals in our town or people have affected our trade. Don't you understand how post notice boards work? Yeah, yeah, of course. Can I keep this? Yeah, if you have a lead and you can bring him in, the bounty will be yours. Oh. So he's been arrested under order of Carnage. I have told you all I, I can tell you. You not from Carnap or nor have the paperwork from Carnap to be able to deal I, with them. I, so. I give Dina a very not subtle like. Yeah, come on. Let's come on. Let's get out of here. I say quietly, and um, out in the street. Um, before I start being interested in Kay ripping down that wanted poster and asking if he can keep it. I just look around and say, we all know that none of us are getting help from Carnes, but we've made a few friends in this region. You never know. You never know. And I'm going to play my adventure card to give Phil some time to consider how this could be played out. Here comes the cavalry. Who oh. arrives from some source determined by the DM? Okay. While you're figuring that out, I'm going to say, uh, Captain, I, Captain, yeah, probably sunk a Carnathy ship. Remember, I, 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 he was, he was, he 
had a letter of marquee that he said was still valid from Seer, and he was going after ships from all the other nations. He was sailing under a letter of mark from Queen Daniel. I just have this incredulous, almost grin. I mean, that's what he said. That was his claim to legitimacy. I, I have nothing but respect for this man. <laughs> that's, that's a move. That is and, a move. And he said it was, and he said it was still valid. I mean, that's the rumors. Like he was, he was. He was. Well, he didn't consider himself a pirate. Yes, I I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I I believe in it. Um, what did, were you able to spot some of the other crew? Did you find Alexi? What you know? I gestured the poster you've torn down. Uh, someone, uh, somebody I used to know. He's just somebody I used to know. All right. And uh, I, I I I I think I grew up with this guy and. He might have gotten stuck in the same kind of trouble I, I was. I, I don't think he's a murderer. I mean, it's been a while, but you know, you, you know people sometimes. Yeah, you do. And I, he might have been set up just like I was. Just well, the worst. Plan B. Well, the rest of the plan. See if we can find if any crew managed to escape, and they might be able to tell us what happened. Uh, otherwise, maybe there's some more scuttlebutt at the docks, in the taverns. Let's. Unless there's, unless you guys have a better idea, let's hit the streets. Uh, incidentally, if you didn't notice, I gave Dana a Benny for that uh, nice Don B reference. Um, it was a nice drop there. Uh, well, it sounds like this uh, Ireland hasn't changed very much, you know, for a man who uh, quite often would wear these tight searing dress aboard the uh, the quarter deck and a short cape he had quite a quite a bit of cojones on him I have to say I mean from everything I've heard he never even went after any ship from the principalities it was only after the other uh, four nations I mean he was basically privateering that lines up with everything Torland's told me about him as well so I believe I heard you say you're going to hit the streets. What is... Uh, so, to me, the primary places are the taverns and the docks and uh, places like uh, the harbor masters, where people are hanging out and news travels fast. Those, to me, are the three primary okay. places. Sure. Uh, are you all going as a group, Going, splitting up? Is there... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to wait for orders from the captain. Hi, May. What are you thinking, though? You looked like you were. I I was thinking like there might not be a civis network, but to keep people up to date, there's always a town crier or a bulletin board of things that happened recently. Maybe that should be our first stop. Good call, Kay. It's been a while since I was in, since I was on dry land. Uh, a civis now make me feel nostalgic. I'll still. Uh, I I need to hit the civis station at some point, but that's not a priority right now. Let's, yeah, let's go to that, find that town square. Good call. So y'all all going together, networking, checking out town criers, harbor masters, uh, various taverns. And uh, yes, and then at some point, I think a trip up to the, <coughs> that Crag Peak prison might do be uh, a worthy venture. You uh, just walk up to a prison? Go yeah. up to or ask for information about. 
I've never been on the wrong side of the law. I don't know if you just walk up to a prison and ask. I, I still don't very much understand how it's done around here. Regal ports seem to be uh, quite tight-lipped about their prisons. Well, if this is done like anywhere else that has a prison, no, you don't just go up walk, walking up there. Well, not unless you want a similar warm reception as the, the magistrate. Well, perhaps we could uh, present ourselves as individuals who... Maybe there's some sort of information that we might be able to obtain from uh, the captain that would be able to help us locate those other prisoners. Like, we have one piece of what we need for claiming the bounty, but then we need to verify it with the captain. I don't know, just spitballing. Well, let's, uh, let's have, let's have, uh, the information to bring them first. I mean, if, if you're itching to head right up there yourself, I'm not going to stop you, but I, do, I want to come from a place of, uh, some, something to tell Alexei if they let us see him. But you've got that connection, so that might be enough. Uh, so the main thing, I, the main thing about networking, those are great locations, uh, great way to use the idea of networking of different places you can go. The thing I, the main thing I need to know is are y'all going together or are you going to split up? Because the main reason being is uh, it's a lot of places you talk about, a lot of ground to cover. You're all going as a group. It's going to take you much longer to pull in the information than if you do split up into two groups or individuals mm -hmm. or whatever. I guess that's the captain's prerogative. Do we need to be anywhere? I'd advocate for splitting up, in which case, since Kay had expressed some anxiety about going off on his own, I would then suggest in character that uh, Torlin attend the places he wants to investigate, and El and Kay and I will go together so that he's not alone. Is there anybody in the crew that you wanted to send uh, with somebody? Because you, you uh, well, Actually, we need to back up for a moment because this was a question I meant uh, to ask, but I forgot to ask. Was what was the crew told when you guys went off deck to go look stuff? Are you know, are they free for shore leave now that they're here shore, or was there some other order that was given? I I give them shore leave in shifts so that uh, there's a a skeleton crew on the ship and the rest is on the ground for the day and then they'll you know then they'll rotate okay um so as a possible op option if you want him with somebody you can go back to the ship grab somebody on the crew or something uh if, yeah if you guys want to go that route um i'd like to ask lorena to do some networking because i think she is someone who uh well i understand that she is quite good at information brokering um so i'd I'd like to get her in on this. So who's she going to go with? Your call, Torlin. Do you want Lorena with you? Uh, sure, I'll bring Lorena with me. We'll see what we can do. She's a smooth talker. And didn't she mention something about learning more about gnomes? Yeah, there you go. She'll teach you more about gnomes in the process. I look forward to it. So yeah. Cool. And so you're going to still go with K, split into two groups that way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am going to take a moment here 
and have John join me on uh, in the Gold Dragon Inn in Discord for a moment. Sounds good. So, Captain. Yeah. I had some questions about, about what just happened here. I mean, if he's been privateering for Seer specifically, or at least at this point, I, I've heard that he's specifically targeting Carnathian ships, but the other ones are fair game. Is there any Carnathian on the crew? On our crew? Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. Because if they're just looking for someone who has Carnathian paperwork, in as far again, I don't know. I very, I said I've never been on the wrong side of the law. I guess recently that's not true, but if we can get our hands on some Carnathian paperwork, someone can walk in and say, well, "What's going on?" I, I wish that were, were the case. No, we have some trains, we have some brawls, and we have uh, a lot of folks who are born and raised right in this part of the world. So unless unless uh, something someone's hiding something. No Karns on this crew. I, uh... Just a Karnathi uh, wedding dress, I think. Oh, wait, no, it was a Thronish wedding dress. Nice. The, the zombies were Karnathi. Indeed. So... Aren't all zombies Karnathi, after all? Generally speaking, well, yeah, we're... It's a, it's a good notion, Kay, but I'm afraid we're... <laughs> and even if they... You know, even if some a member of the crew was Karn... Gosh, can you imagine Rosie presenting an official letter to the Magistrate of Tantamar? Uh, no. Uh, but... Uh, you would have met... No, sorry, yeah. uh, you would have met Rosie very much by now. She is the extremely loud, boisterous, over-eager, foul-mouthed uh, halfling bard who is one of the riggers. I mean... It just needs to last. That kind of disguise just needs to last. Our official paper just needs to last enough to get the information. I mean, it, this it is does, such a weird place. If we can avoid doing this without putting a stain on our own names, that would be preferable. So let's exhaust our options yeah. before we have to go there, hey? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, Captain. I'll go there if that's what we need to set Captain Arlen free. It, then that's what we'll need. Was it me or was that secretary kind of fishing, asking if you were working with him? Especially when you said you were from Seer. Seemed like a pretty standard. Uh, you're right. She, uh, he did ask first where I was from, didn't he? No, he asked first if, if I were Karn. That was... I mean, clearly he wants to know something, but my putting two and two together here is that it's the Karns who have uh, had him arrested. Well, I'm not a I'm not a betting man, but if I was Truco, uh, I'd say that that bounty or whatever bounties out there has to be paid by Carnathian, someone, and that's why he's in the prison, so they can they can pay for him. Oh my God. Curious why that is. I mean, this is, uh, you're a sailor, aren't you? It's one of the main things to do to pass the time, other than fishing, after all. I mean, why don't, why I'm, why I'm not a betting man? Is that what you mean? Yes. It's good fun. Uh, I, 
have a major in mathematics. Oh, then then you should be really good at cards, shouldn't you? But I, I'm all right, Jay. I'm, I'm good enough to know that I am terrible at cards. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but sometimes I'm a little transparent with what I'm thinking. I suppose that makes sense. After all, the probabilities are are only uh, one facet of the game. And not only that, but I've known mathematics majors that were skilled at algebra, but absolute shite at probability. So Torlin and Lorena have gone off, yeah? We'll go with you. We'll go with you, Torlin, until Ellie gets back, unless there's any new information I need to know that you guys discussed. Yeah, well... Lorena tells me that from their previous uh, history in Cliff Scrape, seeing that it's down on the same landmass as Tantamarazon, uh, would it be a fair thing to say that she's done some supply runs up to Tantamar before? Uh, no, she hasn't really been to Tantamar too much. She ran a business that was in Cliff Scrape. She certainly did business with Tantamar, um, but she really hasn't been here that much. All right. Well, you know, uh, Orlin can do some carousing, but uh, I suspect that if we're going to find any any individuals that are on the run, Lorena might be able to help us get in touch with some of the criminal element and so I will follow her lead in that matter, and uh, let's do some networking around the docks, see if we can find any skeevy sorts that could supply us with some information. Certainly, and like uh, she, like she has a streetwise edge. The streetwise edge, you know, she may not necessarily have any direct contacts here, but she's familiar with shady and criminal elements, right? So that's where a bonus comes from. She doesn't necessarily it's not the uh, connections edge, right? So she doesn't have a direct connection here. She just has a general familiarity with kind of how things work, which gives her an in to certain, uh, pretty much anywhere she goes, it gives her an in to certain elements to find out certain things, right? Um, so now do you want to have her doing the main, do you want to have her doing the main networking role? If you it's appropriate for me to support, then I will have Torlin support. I mean, mechanically speaking, she is, um, I mean, you kind of, you can theme it however you want to, whether she's like telling you kind of where to go and letting you take the lead, whether you uh, want to take it or not speaking, she's an extra, so she's not rolling wild die. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, she can support me. Okay. So she'll do that. Mm-hmm. Like helping you with some of uh, the connection, like where you need to go. Uh, she's hitting the. Uh, she kind of directs you. You mentioned like the taverns. The, she mentioned she takes you to certain elements, certain areas of the docks, as well as just some certain taverns that she's heard about during her time in Cliff Scrape that she believes kind of like cater to the less savory elements that are here in Tantamar. You know, it doesn't matter that it's very. It's much more focused on law and order than other places. There's always going to be uh, elements here that know how to deal outside that. So she's going to get a plus two on her support roll. This is streetwise. And she rolls an eight, which is good for a plus two for Torlin. All right. Am I known as a bard here? Probably not. Nope. Not yet. Okay. 
just don't Are you using money at all to try and help gain a Yes. I did ask a question earlier about uh, what what your normal salary is around these parts for a dock worker or a secretary and never really got an answer on that. Well, lucky for you, Lorena's is like, I, I know I can help you out with that kind of stuff. I know what these sots, what, what's needed to grease the palm of the sots. And that's part of her help for you to figure that stuff out. Uh, we will say... For five Galapars, I'll give you a plus one. For ten, I'll give you a plus two. All right. Five it is. Since you are just mainly going to the docks and the taverns. And is there any sort of information in particular that you're looking for? Uh, information regarding uh, any any sailors that are new in town around the time that uh, the ship was, was taken capture or crashed. I'm not exactly clear on those details. Um... So you're kind of like trying to dig into like possible crew members of Arlen that may have yes that are f- not in prison. Yeah, and if they're not, you know, naming themselves out, right? That's my idea on, on how I might go locating them. Okay, go ahead and give me uh, your persuasion check for networking with uh, plus. You said you're spending ten galfars. Uh, just five. So plus five from the five. So then a plus three. All right, that's 13, good for two raises. Good for two raises. So, you know, you're asking about strange sailors and you you don't, things don't, that line of questioning doesn't get you very far. And then you start asking a little bit more about like the ship Arlen was with. You find out that the uh, part of the crown was known around these parts, actually came to Tantamar quite a bit. So some of the sailors are known. He actually had a pretty small crew of uh, anywhere from 10, eight to 10 people on board, including himself. I think if that is correct, let me... What was the name of the ship? The Heart of the Crown. Heart of the Crown. Uh, and they've often come into Tantamar for supplies and whatnot. They weren't birthed here. Uh, you meet one guy named uh, Korif who's really pretty convinced that even though they weren't birthed, they didn't have a birth here. Um, that they probably stayed somewhere in Spring Harbor. Uh, makes sense with how often that they came here. A uh, number of the crew members are called out. Uh, a, you know, there's a Dazlin, uh, Escaranda, who's a, she's pretty crazy and hot-headed. Um, there's a Warforged named Mainyard that would often come into town. Uh, Saul Jurius was a fairly quiet half-elf, but when he got drunk, man, did his mouth go off um, quite a bit. There was uh, this very well-known and attractive uh, halfling woman named Ari the Fox, who was a sweet talker with everybody. Uh, you know, Mainyard often protected her quite a bit in town, as she often got lots of looks and lots of attention. Uh, however, though, none of those people have been noticed in town anytime recently from the people that you're connecting with and asking for. Uh, However, it's clear to a lot of the people that the cap, um, you do find out that Arlen was captured with Ari the Fox and a Friar Harnacht, who's known as a, a monk of the, of the Sovereign Host, also sailed with the captain. Okay, so Ari the Fox and Friar Harnacht were sailors with the captain? 
Yep. And, and there's at least five or six no, Dazzlin, Mainyard. Um, so these names you've given us are all known crew of the Heart of the Crown. Yes. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. And Dazzlin and Mainyard are not in prison, have not known to be in prison, haven't come around. Uh, there's a couple other sailors uh, that you're not able to really get clear names for or anything like that. There's a couple different names that come from different sources, so you're kind of unsure. Um, but there's definitely, you suspect, anywhere from five to seven other crew members uh, that are essentially unaccounted for, but haven't been seen in town. Understood. Okay, uh, I will go and find Dana and the others and report back with uh, some of my ideas. Yeah, and of course, being networking, this takes you uh, a number of hours. Right. Um, probably probably a bit till after lunchtime, you know, since you guys went out first in the morning. And so, so Dana and Kay are heading out. Yeah, so the, the angle I'd like to approach this from for Dana is uh, going towards the more respectable taverns and trying to uh, trying to have some sharing the local news kinds of conversations, captain to captain with other folks um, and suss out what happened, you know, what happened, who sunk the heart of the crown, you know, why was it sunk? Was there a fight? Were there shenanigans? Were there criminal activity? And just trying to to swap stories and get this one in return. Is it is it even in dock? Is a good question. It was sunk. It's not in dock. Oh um, yeah, you're right. That's yeah, but I, so that's yeah, that's the angle I want to approach this with, and what you know while asking these questions also try to you know try to find out if the song of the rhone is is nearby because in case his travels took him nearby since lily white's not that far he could help captain yeah sailors and pirates are braggarts would it be fair to try to look for someone who's like trying to like live off the story that they sunk their ship like maybe they're trying to brag about it I mean, if there's, if we're going to go look for the people who are trying to build a good reputation and speak to them, and if I'm going to speak with them as an equal, well, if the ones, if we happen to find out in the process, one who's bragging that they sunk the heart of the crown, that's only going to help us. What it, right, what's what you're thinking? Well, it's because if they, if he's in jail, that means he broke the law. Right? So if we are going to reputable reputable places, it doesn't mean he broke the law. It means he got arrested by Carnes. There is a difference. I and agree. Can, and Dana's eyes go like hard. She gets and she's mad. And he's like, yeah. And he uh, he's like, I know. I'm I've been there. Right. I was there not so long ago. Someone said something and put him in a position. Yeah. He was caught. Yeah. He was accused, and they sunk his ship. I'm saying is. Whoever thinks that they're on the right side of the law might be trying to talk about it. Are you also heading to the town square to listen for the town crier? Is that? Uh, yeah, let's still hit the town crier first and then go uh, to find some some respectable folks of town to speak with. <clears throat> and I assume you're going to be the one doing the speaking with the respectable people. How is it uh, you're going to be supporting, Kay? Assuming uh, you're supporting Dana. Well, I don't or, know if supporting is the right doing, word. 
Well, let me rephrase it. You can be doing your own networking check separate than hers, or you can uh, support her in her networking check. I mean, we're going functionally the same places, so I know that she's going to be talking about Carbon Marlin. I have a little mission of my own. I need to find out about this guy. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's not, I, I don't want to, it's not like I'm not going to be looking for Arlen, totally am, but I'm asking the additional question if I can. So it kind of sounds like you're doing your own networking check, focusing a little bit more on Feral. A little bit more. Okay. I mean, I'm not ignoring Arlen. I mean, I'm asking, hey, you hurt Ar Arlen? Okay, great. Now, what about this guy? <laughs> I think what Phil is saying, correct me if I'm wrong here, is that you, you got to pick one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. Well, um, it's partly he's picking one, which I'm assuming is going to be this one, because I'm thinking more because it sounds like he's actually playing out one of his hindrances. So. Un yes, unfortunately. I'm giving, so. you, I'm giving you a Benny for that. I unfortunately will uh, <clears throat> look out for because of that. So I will do that and I will have to learn to apologize if I screw up later. So I, how are we doing those two different roles? That's a persuasion. Uh, well, it all depends on how you want to do your networking check. You can do your networking check through smooth talking. That's persuasion. You could spend some money to try and get a bonus to that persuasion check. Um, or if you want to go through more aggressive approach, you can use intimidation to network, uh, which can be just as effective. However, it may have consequences in returning to those sources down the road. My character doesn't have money. Otherwise, he would have bought himself out of indentured servitude. So I will only persuade people, and I do not have the coins to. So as you guys, uh, you head to the uh, center of town. Okay, uh, give me a notice check. For sure. It looks like uh, eight. And I saw that one, and I thought there was going to be another crit fail. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, you two are listening to the town crier, and the town crier is speaking about the arrest of the uh, infamous Captain Arlen, the pirate Captain Arlen, being held in Cragmaw Prison. Uh, and that's going on as you two are kind of listening to that. Uh, uh, Dana, give me a notice roll as well. Yeah. Infamous. That's not good. Infamous. That not, that didn't go. There we go. I'll hold the four. Oh yeah, you're looking around. You see a notice board um, as you're listening to the town crier, kind of go to the notice board, see um, if there's additional things. Kind of also like Cade, interestingly enough, in this case as well, you do not see any uh, notices up about Captain Arlen or Captain Arlen being wanted. Um, mm. either. Uh, and Kate, got an eight, success with the raise. As you're looking around, you, uh, at one point you turn around and look off into the crowd because you guys are in, you know, of course there's a town square, there's a uh, fountain there uh, with a statue of some long lost uh, functionary of Tantamar, which you haven't even bothered looking at yet. Uh, and you notice in the crowd, walking through the crowd, you actually see um, kind of in a cloak with a, with a hood up, um, so they actually turn to you. Uh, whereas with Vero, you were mostly sure, but you still have a little bit of doubts and stuff like that. You look over and you actually are quite positive. You see one of your old professors from the University of Metro. That's not Vero. Uh, I, I walk straight up to, like I push people aside 
if I have to. Wait, hey, what? Where? Professor. Professor Mycroft. So you'll see Prof uh, Mycroft, who is, anybody from Sear would recognize him as being dressed in what, what they call morning wear these days, right? Which is, you know, the, the height of Sear fashion, just totally in black. Um, he'll look around for a minute and you see a little bit of recognition in his eyes, but you also see some caution as well. And, oh, he'll, 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 he'll say to you, I'm afraid, Fred, you, you might be mistaken. Perhaps we could go talk in private. So he's like, like jumping, yeah. trying to make his way through the crowd. Like, professor, professor. Yeah. I'm trying to push up, hustle up behind Kate because I just see him. He's taken off and yeah. So you Kate, give him a, a, what's a, wrong? So, oh, I, I know that. Hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Is you, it Alexi? Uh, so... John, I'm assuming your character's like slowly moving, like because after you say that, you're getting out of the crowd and yeah, he's out. he's he's going to the the, the nearest kind of a uh, like shady tavern. You know, he could he, <laughs> it's right. around here. To, you know, well, he, and this, it's more you're kind of looking more uh, unless you're looking for a place to drink. Back alley corners are going to be That's more private too. because yeah. this is the marketplace. There's actually mm -hmm. there's. None of the shady places are nearby here. Immediately. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's perfectly fine. He's looking for just a place where they're not having this conversation in the middle of you know a crowded town square. Captain, I I know him. He's from Sierra. I He might know what's going on. I mean, he if, if he was he might have been sailing with Arlen. Uh, professor, Professor. And you just see him slowly shaking his head as he continues to walk away. Yeah. I don't. I think you might have the wrong person, Kay. No, 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 no. I, I he he told me. He said uh, talk in private. Uh, he's like. He's not muscly, but so he's having a hard time muscling his way through the crowd. But he's trying to to, to beeline, or I guess sea line around people if he needs to, um, to the dark nook where uh, where Professor Mycroft is. And no, he's from Steer. He might have been with the captain. You'll notice that as he turns the corner, he's got a uh, um, fairly uh, imposing figure that kind of turns the corner with him as well. Right, um, so he's he's not alone. Come on, I, Captain. He might have been with Captain Arlen. Come on. I just put As my I head yell. on his shoulders. I'm catching him and see these people. You know, this huge hulking person turn around and go, "Careful, Kalitz. Careful. I'm right behind you. I'm right behind you." Uh, this other person is a it's a it's a lady. She is she's big and well armed, but she's also not. Uh, some work. She's not like shady in nature right she's holding herself very upright tall and she's she's looking around the whole time oh what i'm you know what where dana's coming from is that this person has a bodyguard so let's not do anything rash that's what her assumption is yeah sure i'm just like i'm just describing the the bodyguard the person with him Kay is obviously overly excited and speaking loudly about how there's the professor there who was from Seer and might have sailed with Captain Arland in front of the square where the town crier was just saying he was infamous. Just letting that one drop as, as, I, as I start beelining towards him. Easy, 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 Kay. He kind of like steps up to this wall of women. So like, uh, excuse me. So trying to get around. And you'll hear, you'll hear from behind her, uh, Mycroft say, Please lower your voice. I, I, for sure, Professor. Hey. Please. Professor. I, sorry, sorry. It's so, it's so good to see you. I, I, 
oh my god and he goes to shake your hand or yeah he'll, he'll, he doesn't know no he'll he'll you kind of awkwardly shake your hand as well you know you, you can tell he's a little little jittery um he is you know he's, he's clearly pretty tired at this point you know uh, like like you know somebody who's seen a lot in the last couple of days professor please let me let me we've got a bite we, he turns to, to the captain uh, ca- captain we got I, we got to buy him a drink. I mean, I, well, I, 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 let me just ask you, Kate, real quick. What, what brings you to well, this this area of the world? What, what are you doing over here? I was actually looking for an, an old friend of mine, but I guess I ran into an old friend of mine, right? <clears throat> Something like that. Yeah. Please, please, come. Uh, I, I, we, well, we need to catch up. Let's, let's catch up here for a minute because... Uh, you know, and I'll, who's your uh, your friend that's with you? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Where where are my manners? I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, Captain Dana, uh, this is uh, old professor of mine, Professor Mycroft. Uh, he taught me once upon a time uh, back in uh, the university, uh, the Weinarn Institute, of Seer. The Weinarn Institute of, of of Magic and Arcane Arts. I hold out my hand and say. Captain Daniel Lasagna of Seer. It's a pleasure. And you mm. see a, uh, a fairly average height, um, fair-skinned woman, dark red hair, uh, dressed in Seer in colors, if not necessarily anything flashy, but you know, she's got this green tailored vest. She's got a Tago knife on her belt. And over her left, uh, left over her right eye is a mark of the Sentinel. And Interesting. save your next thoughts. I'm going to circle back to Torlin. Uh, so Torlin, you and Lorena have been uh, continuing to talk to normal sources. And Lorena's, you know, usually when she directs you some sources, she kind of goes off to the side and comes back. In that, you also find, um, you know, it takes you some digging, but you, you find other members of the crew were Lycia, the mortician. Um, I already mentioned Saul, right? He did. Uh, Sir Herica Duquesne. She's known as a uh, Knight of Seer, former Knight of Seer that serves with Captain. And a war mage he has on his ship, which is one of the things that's made his ship kind of uh, a little bit more successful. At least that's a lot of the information that you've heard. The fact that a, a small slope like the Heart of the Crown, the crew of only, you know, nine or ten people, has been successful as it's been. Uh, most people attribute to the fact that we've got a war mage on there that goes by uh, Mycroft. And, and again, as you're digging around, Dazlin, Lycia, Mainyard, Saul, uh, Perica, and Mycroft weren't captured and have not really... Uh, actually, I take that back. You've got two raises. You rolled a 13, right? I did, yeah. It was two raises. Um, so Lorena brings you up to somebody, uh, a harbor master. Um, no, not a harbor master. Now, I should uh inquire here because Torlin served on Arlen's crew at some point. Are any of these names uh familiar to me? Yeah, sure. Give me a or is, is Torlin's uh Torlin's memory failing him? <laughs> I was debating that. 
No, it's actually not been that long ago. You remember stories from wherever you remember people. Uh, a war mage named Mycroft served with Captain Arland on the Fletchuante. Yes. However, he left the ship a couple months after you joined the ship. Okay, so, so you only had limited interactions with him, didn't know him real well. Well, I probably wouldn't recognize him at this point if the years and the war have affected his appearance as much as they have mine. Maybe in my case, less so the years. Well, he's also a human, so he's not uh, as long-lived as you are. Uh, from from a dock worker, however, you, you do find out that there is somebody that saw Mycraft come into town on a rowboat this morning, alone. Well, not alone, with uh, another person, actually, with uh, uh, Herica. Hmm. Uh, well, I'll ask this, uh, this dock worker if he's told anyone else about this or if he's, he's kept that to himself. Thinking to myself, well, that's information that would be valuable to the magistrate, I imagine. The stock worker is smart. Uh, odds or evens? Take, I take odds. We got evens. Never, never tell me. He that. looks at you and goes, "I mean, I don't, I don't work for the city guard, nor do they hang around. I'm not necessarily talking, but tell somebody. Of course, I've told people." Oh, fair enough. I've seen Mycroft before. I mean, he's so somebody in the crew is still alive. Well, thank you for saving me the coin to pay you to stay silent about it. Wait, what? 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 I didn't say anything. I appreciate your, uh... I mean, I could tell the City Watch. I appreciate you sharing it with me as well. Lorena kind of pipes up and goes, Yeah, you could share with the City Watch. And find a knife in your back some night. And she kind of leans in and looks at him. And uh, as you've seen earlier, Lorena, she's small known, but she can look quite frightening. And you see the guy kind of stop for a second, look at you a little sheepishly and disappointed, clearly. Toralyn will give him the side of the face that's only partially uh, concealed that that acid burn. It's grisly. He sighs, and I I don't want no trouble. And keep your mouth shut. Understood. Don't want no trouble. Uh, so yeah, we we will return to uh, Dana and the others. Okay. So back with Dana and the others. I'm sorry about that, Professor. Um, it's so good to see you. We came looking for um, the father of an uh, old school friend of mine, uh, Alexei Arland. Uh, we're looking for his father, Alexei. It looks like he's gotten himself into a bit of trouble. It's such a weird coincidence that you're here. Maybe it's not uh, so coincidental at all. Okay. And, you know, you kind of see him kind of looking around as he's talking, just kind of being aware. And also, every once in a while, you'll see him glance up at the sky for, for whatever reason. But he'll keep he'll keep talking and say, um, you know, we, uh, we're we in town looking for the same person. Oh, um, you know? It's well, strange, we, but funny we, that we're well, all the same guy. We we've we've been uh, you know have been sailing with with Arlen for with Captain Arlen for uh, some time now, and uh, you survived the shipwreck. 
Oh, well, so oh. Uh, it, I don't think it's uh, quite accurate to call it a shipwreck. We, we had a code. Uh, come on, let's, yeah. like Kate says, let's uh, get out of the street uh, while you drink. Okay. Let's hear the story. Out. Okay. Yeah. Going for the nearest tavern where we can appropriate a back room or a quiet corner. Okay. So, yeah, I don't want to talk uh, about. Let's say, let's say for a private corner. The. Is there anything in particular you're trying to roll there, Kate? Sorry, no, I was looking for descriptions, and I, I'm sorry. That's happened to me many a time. So I think the trick is, is if you if you click the name on it, that whole thing comes up. If you click the icon, the card comes up. Exactly. Okay, I'll figure it out. So yeah. Um, so okay, you guys would go Mycroft. Would Mycroft know of a, a place nearby that would be a good place? I mean, he's fairly familiar with the town. It sounds like. Yeah, uh, sure. Well, give me a give me common knowledge. We'll just say that because uh, the common place to go may not be where he needs to go. He needs to go someplace a little bit more shady and quiet and hidden. Yeah, I've got I've got a five there. Sure. Yeah, you've uh, you take them to the drowning cat. And I think at this point, this is a good place to stop for the evening break. Welcome back, everyone. So we were leaving off with Mycroft, Dana, and Kay, and Herica. Starting to wander over, head over towards the drowning cat. Captain, if uh, yeah. he, says, uh, he says quietly, if, yeah. if the professor's in trouble, maybe... We should bring him back to the ship. At that, that, you'd see Mycroft kind of perk up. Like, you guys have a ship here? Our ship is here. Um, I assume you're trying to remain unseen, yes? Yeah, I mean, I figured that might give us even a little more privacy. Anything we could have around here, and you never know kind of who or what's listening to you. How prying are the eyes here when it comes to who's coming and going from a ship? Uh, are you asking me or are you asking Phil? Huh. In character, out of character, I guess. I'm asking. I'm asking the professor. Uh, you know, I mean, it's this is a port city, right? I, I don't know that. I, I'm I'm fairly certain that that you know people going, coming, and leaving ships occurs every day, all day. We are somewhat well known around here, but um, I, I just. You know, anybody going onto a ship is not going to be a noticeable thing. Well, keep your hood up. Let's let's get you there quiet and fast. And yeah, come on. Yeah, and you uh, lead him back to our berth. And uh, as as we walk him along, what what Mycroft will 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 kind of do is just. Uh, uh, so, uh, Captain Dana, I uh, couldn't help but notice you, the, uh, you know, the uh, mark of the Sentinel you have there. Um, are you affiliated with the house? It's complicated. You just I served you know, them in the war. Okay, you just nod his head. And, okay. Well, we can talk more later. Let's, yep, sure. Let's get you back to the ship. So, um, I'm, I'm here in the Lazar, serving the Queen. As am I. Good. 
So it takes you a little bit to get back to the ship, but you do. Uh, Lob would hear uh, an idle tune coming from the top deck. His Torlin is sitting on a barrel with uh, his <coughs> legs cross-legged and, and playing a little, just practicing a little ditty on his bone harp. And he looks Rosie, over. Rosie's got her fiddle. She's joining you. Yes. Uh, and he looks over and, and sees that you're all coming up the gangplank. Ah, Captain. The good news. It's, got some information it, to share. In my cabin, Rosie will have to wait, but I expect the performance of a lifetime at dinner tonight. But, but, uh, who's, who's Better that? be of a lifetime, dwarf. I mean, you owe me a good song. Uh, owe you? Woman. Come on, I think bro. you're still paying off the... That flute that I got back from that old quartermaster. Come on, are you serious? Are you that brutal? Come on. You're distracting me now. And you get to play with me. I mean, come on. I'm a captain. I'm better than her. You know that. There's something important to front. Rosie, keep practicing twirling with me. Shastrin. Yes, Captain. Stand, stand outside the door of my cabin. Make sure no one comes in. We are not to be disturbed until that door opens. Absolutely, Captain. No one will Good get in. Man. I promise. Good man. And he, he like perks up and really stands up straight. Professor, when was the last time you had a meal? Well, I guess probably, you know, yesterday. And half fish guts bring us something. During that whole exchange, Kay looked like he was getting ready to prepare a speech or to say something. But when the captain says, no one's, no one bothers us, he's like, Maybe this is not the right time to yeah, announce I, the arrival of someone awesome. I add to the instructions to have fish guts bring up something for uh, bring up some bring up a meal and yeah, get everyone uh, clustered around that little table in the captain's cabin. Shut the door and say, "Right, Torlin, we uh, this fellow says he sailed with Captain Erland." Uh, uh, what? I, I was about to. You look a little familiar. You see, Mycroft kind of lean in and look. And like, oh. The great handle. Professor Mycroft. Handle. Is that? Is that My handle. You, no, Tandle. Is that, what's your name? Tandle. Didn't you sail with, with Professor? Uh, oh, sorry, with uh, Captain Arlen. Uh, once a long time ago, about twenty-five years ago now. Twenty. Twenty-five years. Region who hasn't sailed with Alexi Arland? Uh, you trust me, you would have remembered if you if you did. He is uh he is Erica kinda looks from mighty Kay, fine person. Mycroft and Torlin. She kinda shrugs and kinda goes, It seems like it, Captain. Oh, Captain Arland might be all great and all, but this is Professor Mycroft. Uh please, Kay. Is, uh, I'm 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 no longer professor. Now so, I recollect. So you know Professor Mycroft, Professor Mycroft knows Torlin, Torlin knows Professor Mycroft, and Professor Mycroft, you are recently of the Heart of the Crown? Oh yes, no, I've been sailing with them, uh, oh gosh, three, three and a half years now, right? If, if uh, my memory holds. Um, everything that happens Perica nods and she's just like, yeah, it's, you, came, you came about three years, you, you came about six months after the Day morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we met up with you guys in Sharn when you were uh, just on your way back from uh, from uh, Zendrick, right? So, 
Yep. We're here to to rescue Captain Arland. Oh well, then that is fantastic to hear because that is certainly our intention. This is you know, this, this absurd you know parody of justice will not stand. What happened? You see, Herica, she's absolutely perked up at that statement of "You're here to rescue Captain Arlen." She's yeah. like leaning, she's leaning forward, quite intent and interested. So, uh, you know, we have been, uh, you know, pursuing, you know, the war for Seer over the last, you know, several years. I mean, you know, we never signed a peace treaty. Seer, you know, Seer was never included in the in the Treaty of Thronehold. No, it was we not. Have, we have been uh, continuing our operations. You know that that. Captain Arland had been had been uh, tasked with from the Queen. This uh, tracking prior, orders I've heard. Yeah, prior to the morning, um, we have uh, you know are legitimately uh, 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 selected privateer, and we have um, we have intentionally only operated against those nations that we are formally at war with. And, and, and of the five nations, we have not intentionally not done anything uh, against any ships, you know, that, that, that sail from Lazar principalities. Um, you know, we've had our ups and downs over the years. We were down to a crew of about 10 recently. And then uh, typically, we, we, we typically made our base up until, you know, last couple of days uh, in, in a little cove outside of... Um, Needle Swamp, and the captain and a couple of the crew were on their way in to the city just a couple of days, just yesterday, when we're assuming he was he was attacked, uh, and then you know almost at the same time the ship was attacked as well and uh, and destroyed and burned to the ground. Uh, those of us who were still with the ship were able to escape, but the you know, captain and Friar Harnock and Ari were uh, were taken with him. So uh, we were sunk by Carnes. Well, it was it was certainly it was Carnes. I, mean, I thought maybe a strong word for it, and that we were we were docked, you know, in our little cove at the time, and I mean the ship is unsailable. So it was right? a rape. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was very clearly a Carnes now, It was a company treacher. hired by Carnes. Right, yeah. So, to, so to, to be a little more specific, what I've been able to get put together over the last you know, 12 hours or so is that uh, a countess from Carnath, uh, Count, Countess Urkranal, had a, you know, we, we had sacked a couple of our ships uh, over the years, um, us and, you know, with, with, with Captain Arland. Uh, she has apparently hired ships uh, hired a crew from Tantamar to capture him and to destroy our ship um, separately. She's also paid the magistrates here in Tantamar to hold him in Crag Peak until he can be uh, retrieved by agents from Carnath. Um, no. Most ridiculous. Hmm? That raided you. Uh, uh, out of character. Was it a ship or was it somebody from the land who, who raided us? Phil? Uh, you got attacked by sea and by land. Uh, the company 
Yeah, I, I did not get. Well, the actually, you. Moving forward, you don't need to ask out of character. Just ask, um, Herica. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yeah. I, I, My comment earlier was actually from her. She said, uh, "Yeah, the company came. There was some that came in, in a sloop, blocked the harbor, uh, and then there was another party that raided across land as well. I, I would think there was forty or fifty of them. How many days do you reckon we have before the Karn delegation arrives?" Not not very long at all. I've, give it, you know, two three days max. We've got to move pretty fast because I'm not letting him get turned over to those bastards. So we, we have to assume that they planned this, and so ship is not just setting sail from Karnath. It's been at sea for a while. What is, what's the law of the land in Tantamar? Is it neutral ground? The law of land is apparently you can pay to have innocent people kidnapped. That's, and held in your prisons before other that's people. That's not what I'm asking. Is it considered neutral ground in the Lazar? What, Her- does, what do you mean by neutral ground? Neutral ground means that when you come to a place, no one attacks anyone else. It is a, you know, no matter what your grudges are, no matter what your grievances, you don't get into that trouble here. And if you do, everyone's going to know you did it. Like a safe harbor? Well, we are... Uh, the Dungeon Master's thinking here for a moment because the Dungeon Master hasn't thought of Tantamar in that context. However, Herica's uh, response is like, um, at a certain level, that really doesn't matter because this is an issue with Karnath. Most of those kinds of agreements that are made in the principalities are made amongst the princes and the barons, mm-hmm. not, against, not against the other nations. That's an excellent point, Herica. Karnath has no legal standing here, does it? As far as I've known, Karnath has never been happy that the Lazar even broke off. Because remember, at one point in time, this was part of Karnath. Uh, Captain, weren't you the one that's saying that the people in charge here are in charge because they have the most amount of money, though? And if Karnath is willing to spend 50 people to raid the ship, that's not... uh, Whoever's doing this has some deep pockets. And they're probably paying a lot to have him held. Yes, the odds of springing him from Cragmaw are sounding Crag fair. Peak. What's that? Crag Peak. Crag Peak are... Cragmaw hideout. <laughs> it's, uh, the, the odds of springing him from Cragmaw Peak are sounding worse and worse, but yeah. our best bet might be to to nab him when the Karns come to take him. Off the street or off their boat when they get on? Absolutely incredible, Dana. Incredible idea. You know, I thought coming to Tantamar would be this nice little schlep. I get to go and see the Therani Theater. We've got enough excitement right here. I'm not the one who wanted to come find Alexi Arland, Uncle. (laughs) You did this to yourself. Torlin, weren't you the one saying that you're willing to put your life at risk for the captain? Uh, yes, no, it's a good thing. Oh. Well, Mycroft will just say, we do do have a few of our uh, compatriots uh, out kind of uh, doing a little bit of scouting work right now um, from a distance. This would Uh, be uh, Lycia and Mainyard and Dazlan. Yes, yes, and Saul as well. How do you know? 
Well, their names are looks, looks at you suspiciously. Their names are all across the docks. Evidently, your crew was pretty well had uh, a bit of a reputation in these parts. She kind of she nods and rolls her eyes and she's like, sometimes sailors will be sailors. Oh, Torlin, is there someone on Lexaron's crew you don't know? And I gesture to Herka. I have known them for by name for three hours, Dana. At the, you know, at this point, I'll say that Fishkets has brought the professor and Herka some food. Um, it's very simple because it's <laughs> early morning, long before anything was really prepared. So it's mostly like breads and cheeses, and, you know, some hardtack. Uh, most for uh, some provisions and whatnot. Uh, Mycroft will certainly uh, kind of slowly begin eating, you know, bit by bit. Um, try not to be rude, but clearly also hungry. And I'll have to apologize, uh, Mycroft, as well as I never properly greeted you as oh, that's brother, okay. uh, brothers in arms would have. That's okay. It's it's been uh, it's been a lifetime. Feels like since we uh, since we last saw each other. It is. Uh, this is a hurried occasion, but not so hurried we can't have pleasantries. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm glad to see you. Uh, you you uh, managed to escape the, uh, the the morning, you know, as well. It was. Uh, I think and I'm brings... pleased to see you. You're a little bit shorter than I recall. A little bit older. <clears throat> and while I had Don't a, want to talk. I had a joke. I had thought up, but if I recollect, you have quite a grim, taciturn disposition, so maybe I'll save it for now. Oh, uh, yeah. Captain. Yes, Kay? It, if we're going to nab Alexi while they're transferring him from the jail and trying to put him on the ship, I feel like that's more of a piratey swashbuckler thing. Maybe, um... The professor doesn't necessarily need to be on need to be on the street for that, right? I, I don't think that's. Uh, please, I, I, I will certainly be, be taking part in whatever action we do to free the captain. What sort of academia were you into? Anyways. Oh well, you know, after after I uh, retired from the military, I uh, joined up and was a uh, uh, was a professor of uh, arcane arts and the Draconic Prophecy. Uh, two long-time uh, passions and, and, uh, and interests of mine at the uh, Weiner Institute. Herica, Herica kind of looks at you two, just like squinting a little bit and scowls a little bit and kind of looks back to you, Dana, and it's just like, what's your compliment on this ship? What kind of, uh, what kind of gunnery do you have here? Gunnery is not our strong suit. We are currently at, is it three ballistas or four? I believe three is... I forget, it's one or the other. Yeah, we're, gunnery's not our strong suit right now. Three ballistas, no war mage. How, how, how many crew? It's I about, tell her uh, the exact number because Dana would know. It's well, about 30, 25 or so at this point. She she kind of scales, I mean, she goes, and, I mean, we're buying the whole of the... Uh, Iron Spear Company, I, I would suspect that they're bringing a warship here to take That's why I'm... Arlen. So uh, whatever we do, I don't think we can wait till they get him on that ship. That's what I was thinking. We need to take him on land. Well, I imagine if they sent 
50 people to apprehend them and an entire warship to transport them. They're not going to send him from the prison to the warship with five guards. No. I mean, well, depends how much of a scene they want to make and whatever. We'll have to get as much intel as we can and we'll have to be smarter. We can't hit harder just by sheer numbers, so we'll have to be smarter and use all the tools in our box. So they brought 50 people to bear because it was a surprise. So it doesn't necessarily mean they'll have... Sure, they'll bring a warship, but they don't necessarily have those people on retainer the entire time. Very true. Herka, what's a standard compliment for an iron uh, an iron guard unit? Oh no, that's the company that's here in Tantamon. Yeah. It's the Iron okay. Spear. Uh, well, I think, it was, I... I think it was the whole company, so it was about, about 50, okay. 50 soldiers. If it's Karns coming for the handoff, can I say that Dana would have a decent idea of what their manpower would be like? I would say no, because from everything I remember, you know Karnath, but you didn't fight in the Navy during the war, so you would not necessarily know how much of a naval, naval contingent would come out. Navy, no, but for a prisoner transfer. Yeah, again, since it's involved the Navy and the number of Marines and stuff like that, that would be different than the Army. However, I will say there is some kind of language being used that you would probably correct uh, that uh, you were you were certainly seeing it towards the end of the war. Uh, saying Karnath is probably convenient, but your sense as well is that this is not necessarily Karnath, the nation that's coming after him. Uh, it's probably this countess as a warlord and what her pockets are um, coming for him for her particular reasons. Here's what I propose. And I kind of, you know, lean forward on the table. First step for the rest of this day, find out as much as we can about Countess here Carnell, how she operates, where she operates, who she associates with, and how deep her claws go. It's actually a good call out, Torlin. Uh, give me a battle roll, Dana, and make it a battle roll at minus, yeah, we'll say minus three, since it is uh, a whole naval contingent, which you're not that familiar with. I have a weird idea. Yeah. Case can go off and get whatever maps he has in here. Uh, Torlin had some conflict with. Carnathy private, mostly privateers, as a matter of fact, uh, such as the Captain Sproul, who yes. sort of operates in this area. I don't know if that's helpful at all in terms of like a support role. It would, but Dana's already rolling. Gotcha. Best I'm going to do, there is a four, looks like. No, well, it looks like best I'm going to do is a three. Yeah. Best I'm going to do is a three. Not throwing any more bennies to fight in a, a minus three. And, yeah, um, you, you would know, um, though Karnath is a strong military might, uh, the feudal warlord nature of it, it is it can be a bit disjointed. So there's a bunch of different possibilities of what it might look like, even if you were familiar with it. So it's kind of hard to say. Um, give me, uh, you can give me a common knowledge roll. Uh, let me check out the map here real quick. Kay's going to bring maps to the table, as I said, just so we can look at stuff. You, you definitely opened the door to find a very surprised half-elf in your in your face. 
who was not expecting you to be the one to open the door. I'll be right uh, back. I don't think he, he, he didn't have any predetermination about who's going to open the door. He's trying to keep people out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he sees you, and, and you see Sha- um, Shastron just like really like bolt up right his attention. He's not sitting down. He's not slouching or anything like that. He's standing there. He just kind of nods to you. and uh, I'll be right back. Let me in. <laughs> so give me a common knowledge roll minus two, Dana. There's an ace on the D6, another ace on the D6. That is a 14 success with uh, two raises. You have actually heard of a Countess, uh, uh, Countess Ermina Irkranu. Um, maybe somebody can help me with the pronunciation here. <laughs> I'm I'm horrible at pronunciation. I will. Like you made the name tables. Why did you put yeah. in some <laughs> syllables like, you could pronounce? That was, looks like Kana like, to me, just based on Carnathy linguistic stuff. Well, I mean, Hermina or Cranau, 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 maybe. Yeah, sure. Cranau. That's how I would have gone with this. Anyways, what do I know about Hermina uh, or Cranau? She's the Countess of the County of. Uh, Veldire County, which is north of Carcleton across the Gulf of Carn or the Carn Gulf. Uh, so you didn't have a, a ton of experience with her, but you, there's some familiarity with it. Um, she has some very deep pockets. Uh, she's very, uh, the family is old school Carn wealth. Uh, so the family's been around for a very long time. Uh, these are just kind of some general stuff off the top of your head. So further research would kind of be needed to find deeper stuff. She is uh, she is a warlord herself. Uh, she's had her own armies fight against Seer. We've seen that, heard about that numerous times. Uh, she's a capable general warlord and tactician herself. Um, brings quite a bit of skill. Uh, and she, she has her own navy. Uh, she also can... She has enough money that she provides numerous uh, naval ships to the Karn Navy during the last war. I say to uh, say to the others, I I know of Irmina Urkanel. She she's very capable when it comes to matters of war. I had I had friends who tangled with some of her forces, and not all of them came back. I also know that <clears throat> whatever we do, we're not going to be able to outpay her. There's there's no dream of that when it comes to convincing the the law here to turn over our Linden's crew. Like I said, we need to look at the other tools in our box. Well, like fight, Torlin has other skills as well as his skills with the blade. Kate, you have a few tricks up your sleeve. I have a few, maybe not suggestions, but I might be requirements here. Speak your mind, man. I'm just, I just feel like recently we spoke to someone fairly important and said we were Syrian. And considering that Captain Arlen was privateering for Seer, if anything happened, the first people they're going to look at, look at is the new docked Syrian ship. I think that if we need to do something, we need to move the ship out of the dock before our action so we can be beyond suspicion. 
but that means probably putting the ship off further along the coast and then smuggling the captain instead of onto the docks and out over mainland and then out. Well because said, Kay. Because if she's exactly my if idea. If she's coming and she's a specialist in naval warfare, maybe she doesn't have like great tracking people with her. And it'll take her time to be able to hire that in town, which might give us a you know, one of the things that I, I haven't remarked upon, uh, kind of got lost in all of the, the excitement here, was, uh, and I imagine that Herr Herka and Mycroft might be able to comment on it, but the spring harbor that we're in, it has a lot of natural smuggling and uh, natural coves that might be good for hiding a ship. And I imagine that might be where some of your compatriots are hiding out. Well, actually, I, what what I, uh, I I mentioned this briefly earlier, but I, I think our next step should probably be for us to go rendezvous with them and get them uh, figure out the best way to get them either back here or meet me or or, or confer with them because they are currently right now scouting the prison uh, to uh, from a distance to try to get kind of the lay of the land up there, if you will. And, um, sorry, keep going. And um, and so we, we certainly, they will be with us in whatever operation uh, will be undertaken to to save the captain. But I do think that they will, may have more information that this group currently does not about what we might be looking at at the prison right now. They're also as Torlin relays it on wanted posters. Do you know where they're holed up? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they are on wanted posters? I didn't realize that. I didn't realize we were all on wanted posters. No, uh, you did not see any wanted okay. posters. Uh, that was one of the thing I noticed that you noticed about the notice board is that okay. while he was captured, there were no postings about him being wanted. Yeah, scratch that then to just where are they hiding? How can we get in touch with them? Well, uh, we had planned up. You know, where did we plan to meet them later today? Uh, outside the city wall. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, there's it's probably a, there's there's a villager that Saul knows that he's kind of sweet with that we're meeting in her barn. Yeah. So I think if, if at least some of us, if not all of us, uh, maybe it'd be better for all of us to go. But uh, could, could could go meet them and introduce everybody, uh-huh. and uh, we might get a little more information about what. what that could inform our next decision. I will say this. Um, if we needed to sneak Captain Arlen aboard the ship, and, you know, it could be anywhere, you know, within a couple hundred feet, is it feet of, of the coast? Is it, is it, uh, sorry for, um, for ranges, it's, it's, you know, it's smarts, but it's that to, to get that into, you know, feet, it's just times 10, times 20, right? Uh, your power when it says range smarts. Yeah, I mean I know that's like map based. You know, uh, it's it's inches. Each inch is two yards. So two yards. Okay. Uh, that's twenty yards. So, so okay. So, uh, it's oh times two, not times ten. Times twenty. Okay. Um, yeah, two two yards per inch. Ten okay. inches. So twenty yards. It'd be twenty yards. Okay. However, there's modifiers that you can increase the range on it by spending more power points. Well, um, I, general modifiers. I think you can triple the range for three power points. 
So okay. you could theoretically then get up to um, 60 yards. Yeah, um, if, we, if we could have the ship dock close enough, I could get him on the ship without anybody noticing it. I, I think we will need to rely on you for that because even, even going in and out of town, to uh, to this barn to meet with fugitives, um, going unseen is not my strong suit, especially uh, well, a little easy to to pick out a crowd now. And I point to my eye and say. I might not be able to get out of the city easily unseen in a way that won't draw suspicion, but you can. Yeah, yeah, I can. I think we can. We can make that work. If it, I mean, when I got on board, how far was the ship from the shore? Just, just right now. I mean, well, there's the docks, right? That extend well, the shore. We'll need a, a skiff to get out to the boat, mm-hmm. but when that time comes. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. I've got it covered. Mm-hmm. All I mean is that when it comes to meeting beforehand, passing in and out of the city a couple of times, it's going to be real hard for me to do that unseen. But you, you two, you three, and I gesture, you know, to Torlin as well, will have a much easier time with that. But I don't know if it would be wise for me to go with you yeah. to meet with the, uh, the others. Captain, you can't be implicated at all. If, if, if something happens, the crown and bell is at stake. I know, which, which is why I'm saying um, getting, just going in and out of town to meet our uh, fellow conspirators, <laughs> a lot of word, um, that won't, that's not something I think I can safely do, but. Do you have a mask? Do I have a mask? Why, why would I have a mask? Cover the dragon mark, if you're worried about being discovered. I don't have one of those. No, I will have to. Um, do, do you know where I can get one? We are in a town that is full of theater troops. I imagine that there are such things to be had. I'll leave that up to. I mean, your... I wasn't taking the theater route, but he's <laughs> definitely uh, correct. I'll have to send a runner for it. Me looking to buy something to cover my dragon mark is a little suspicious, but I'll I'll get I'll get a runner to go take care of it. That's how often how often have you seen people traveling in masks in public? Is that like a thing? We could find when the next masquerade uh, event is going <laughs> on. No, I'm just I'm just gonna pull a straight up dread pirate Roberts is what I'm hearing here. Where an eye patch, right? So, a little bigger than an eye patch, I think. It's still, it's still a risk. I mean, really, thematically, there there are multiple ways to cover it up. Yeah, it's too I mean, bad your eye got taken out in that flogging yeah. fight, Stena. It may be uncommon, but there's ways to do it without drawing he's gonna, undue attention. He's going to volunteer. The only people that I've ever seen walking around with with masks are halflings every once in a while with like skeletal masks, or elves with skeletal masks, but. But those were mostly tattoos. The masky thing. Oh, well, I've, I've seen many of those Ernie with tattoos on their face. It's not a mask. Uh, and just real quick, I'm a... Thank you, Herka. We'll, we'll figure out a solution there. Thank you. Uh, I was spoke earlier. It's the range at which I can target somebody is, is my smart suit. I can actually move somebody 24 yards uh, or double that with a race. 
The hardest part is going to be the extraction itself. Yeah. Like that once we get to the coast, if it's just uh it's just the five of us plus five of the crew of the Heart of the Cram, like I said, I've got that taken care of. Trust me, don't worry about it when the time comes. I'll get well, us back to that. We also need to keep in mind that we're not just rescuing one person. We've got we got two other folks in there that we need to get out with them. So I know, so, I'm accounting for them. Well I thought I thought it was up to five. That it would be yeah, so there's no, none of them. The others who aren't being who aren't in prison, they're going to go straight back to the ship. I won't be able to get them back on the skiff with us from straight from the cove. They're either going to have to go take another route, split up, or fend for themselves. Well, the, the Crown of Bell has a couple skiffs itself, in addition to your hat. Oh, that's true. So, so effectively. Uh, there are three uh, dinghies on the Crown of Bell. As far as the this idea of hiding the Crown of Bell in some sort of natural cove, we're surrounded here by the White Pine Forest and it seems like it would offer uh, quite a number of hiding spots. Now, DM, um, is it a, a commonly known thing that there is, uh, is there any sort of like natural spirits one might find in the white pine forest uh, that Torlin might be aware of? <clears throat> um, since you're asking off of the top of your head, I will have to say make a, now spirits in the sense of your more in depth divination, correct? Yeah. Okay. So in that sense, um, common knowledge minus two. All right. Since you're not familiar with this area, this is just off the top of your head. Not that you can't wander around town and perhaps do some networking to find something. Good to know. All right. Minus two. Uh, I'm going to Benny that. That's a three. Uh, another three. And another three. Man, just can't roll higher than a... All right, and a, a nine. That's good for a race. <clears throat> um, which power is that gifts of the traveler? Um, what kind of spirits do you talk to with that again? Uh, whichever are available. Uh, you you have heard tell stories that there is a strong. Uh, fey connection in the White Pine Forest. So you do believe it's possible to go uh, and particularly, especially since Tantamar produces a lot of lumber. Uh, stories told that they do it res fairly responsibly in conjunction with some of the forest creatures. I believe like maybe communing with some of the trees or uh, maybe perhaps finding a fairy ring or a toadstool ring or something like that might give Understood. you what you need. My idea is that I might have a way of, of finding us an exit route, so and, to speak, through the forest. And I'll, and I'll actually say, since you got a raise on this and you got two raises on your networking role, uh, you found out about a location that you think would work for something like this through some of the people that you talked to. Just kind of happened in the mild conversation because it wasn't all... Speaking about like a, a natural cove or something that's relatively hidden. 
No, not the natural cove. You were looking for a spirit to do uh, your gifts of the traveler with, correct? Um. Uh, well, so the networking there was the coves that were brought up, but I'm also thinking of going and doing uh, gifts of the traveler in in the forest and communing with the spirits. Right. I'm I'm responding about the gifts finding of the a place to do that. It was through your networking conversation that, you know, in additional conversation, you heard about a fairy ring outside of town in the White Pine Forest that you think would work really well for your gifts of of the traveler. I communicate about uh, some supernatural elements that allow might allow me to to find some information that we can act and rely on here. I nod and say, this is good. This is coming together. Hopefully in the next day or two we can get some more information about the guard detail, about the escort detail, and uh, what I wouldn't give for for a friendly ship and dock right now, but we don't have many of those. What? But, Professor? And I look uh, Mycroft right in the eye. You have my word that we are not leaving your friends and your crew to be taken on trumped up charges by a Karn warlord. And as I'm saying this, uh, one hand goes up to the collar of my shirt and just like clenches something around at the collar, like to the point where my knuckles are turning white. And I'm just looking you in the eye. So you'll, you'll see Mycroft uh, not appreciative, appreciatively and you, know, well, you very much appreciate the help. Um, uh, once you've met Captain Arland, uh, you'll, you'll understand why uh, why he's as important to us as he is. Herica kind of leans back a little bit and says, to be fair, they're not trumped up charges, but he should be held as a war criminal, or he should be held as a prisoner of war, not a war criminal. What war? Not as a criminal, even. Well, Captain Arland The war said, ended four years ago, Herica, the the Treaty of Throthold told us it did, didn't they? It hasn't the ended for Seer. Seer didn't sign it. Exactly. But what does Karn have to stand, Lake to stand on if uh, we don't even exist? Whatever he did. Uh, I don't really care one way or the other. We're getting him out. So was I hearing, is everybody going to go meet the group that was investigating the prison? Or was I hearing that you guys were going to split up and do something different? Two groups were going to do some different. Dana is more inclined to stay in town and try to figure out things from, yeah, from the end of, you know, trying to gauge when the cards arrive, what the security details like from in Tantamar proper, even with the suggestion of a disguise. She's not the subterfuge. She's not nuts about subterfuge, and she's not very good at it either, um, and is happy to leave that to the others. Uh, to be clear, when Herica said a mask, she was not su- suggesting subterfuge. She was suggesting prudence. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dana's going to stay with the ship. Sounds like you're going to do some networking to try and find out information about uh, when the cards are coming, what the contingent might look like. What their contingent might look like, what kind of... Uh route gets taken when escorting prisoners from the prison to the ship because surely this has happened before. Um, that kind of thing, yeah. Professor, 
Um, much like uh, the captain, your garb does stand out a little bit. There aren't so many Syrians out here, especially not who wear, um, not who wear what you wear. Maybe it's prudent for you to stay on the boat as well. I mean, we have Torlin, Herika can go, and we can go gather that information. And then maybe you, I, and the captain can stay on board and strategize a little bit more as what are our options, especially since we don't know the coast very well, Captain. Uh, and you know that there's a place where we can hide the ship. We I'll need to be, coordinate a little more. I'll be moving around around the city, but you do raise a good point, Kaya. Professor, we should find you some different clothes that uh, don't stick uh, as much. I agree. I'll be happy to... Uh... I temporarily uh, uh, you know, change change my uh, uniform. I apologize um, for having to uh, to ask you to do oh, that. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and, and please, by the way, it's uh, no longer professor. It's just a uh, Mycroft. Mycroft. So does that mean all the rest of the three of you are going to meet uh, the rest of the members of the part in the crown, part of the crown? Yes. I think sometime this evening would be uh, suitable for a venture into the forests. We could go by moonlight and yeah. uh, perhaps uh, well, Ernesto's not here, but I think that Truco should like to come with me and perhaps yourself as well, Mycroft. If you know of such things in your academic endeavors. I'm sure I, I could uh, lend my assistance wherever, wherever uh, I'm capable. Um, I, 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 I mean, uh, Mr. Uh, sorry, I, I can't get used to calling you Mycroft, uh, uh, but I think go, going over some of these maps with the captain or I, while, I mean, Torlin and, and Truco and Herica, I'm sure, are skilled enough to get the information into cross town without, without being seen. And I think there's a lot more value um, in going over some of the routes that we could potentially escape from or any other information that we, we, we can get. I mean, everything that they're going to share is going to come back here. I, I mean, there's not worth the risk of going there yourself. Okay. I can take care of myself. I appreciate your concern, though. But I, 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 I do plan on going to uh, see first firsthand what they've gathered. So it sounds like Kay and Dana are staying on the ship. Uh, no, Dana was not. Dana was well, not, not stay on the ship. You're going to stay in town, do some networking. Um, and Mycroft and Torlin are going to meet up with the rest of the part of the crown. Kay's going to go with Mycroft. Okay. Just no, you know how fine. things are broken up for the next scene. That's fair. He's just torn about the entire decision. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he, I. I, I hope Trugo comes with Dana because it's nice to have the extra uh, support, both for roles and if things go south. But well, these uh, things aren't mutually exclusive. You have a crew. I do have a crew. I do have a crew. There's a, there's a nice guy just outside the door. Speaking he's of really, which, he's really bad at networking, though. Trust me. Take, by the way, I think. Uh, I mean, Lorena was involved in the networking. She probably, unless there was a reason to disclose her from this conversation, yeah, would have been involved. And she's quite. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Handy. yeah right. and, and yeah, speaking of the guy outside the door. <laughs> and, hey, I mean, you seem like a very personable, uh, young, uh, 
I'm sorry, you're a man or woman. I should know this. But... He's a guy. He's, okay, yeah. He's a... Okay, you seem like a very personable uh, young man. You probably could be able to get some information out of, out of, out of the town, you know. Uh, just by, uh, you know, friendly and talking to some, some folks. You want to maybe help, help out Captain Dana with that? While me and, and Torben... Who are you speaking to? Okay. Oh. Uh, I, re- I mean... And I will admit, Kay, uh, okay, uh, this may get a little bit supernatural out there. It may be... Well, wait, for, for Dungeon Master Clarity, what I heard is Dana's going to spend some time in town networking to find out what she can about prisoner transfers, anything about the Karns coming. She's going to be spending a lot of time doing that. It's, that's not a quick find. Um, yes. At least Mycroft and Torlin were going to meet up with uh, Dazlin and Mainyard. It wasn't going to be till this evening that you were going to go to the forest and work your magic, Torlin. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that's right. Okay. But it's probably one order, and so. two. But it's probably one and two. He's probably not coming back to the ship between is what I'm assuming. I mean, who knows? But he's not happening until the evening. At this point, it's still very early. Uh, I mean, it, it's probably late lunch. You guys do what you do. Uh, I heard there's a nice young man outside the door to help with these things. Um, still just not clear where Cade's decided to go. Yeah, well, that's the whole the whole bit is that the the professor's trying to suggest that Cade moves on, but he can't. I mean, I don't, I don't care what the professor's the suggesting. Professor. What I want to know is what's yeah, Cade Kay's going to stay. Kay's going to stay. He's going to. He's going to. He's like. Thank- I appreciate. Uh, I think that the captain realizes that I'm potentially okay. more of a liability talking to people. So I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna help debrief your ex crew and figure out what's the best way to get Captain Arlen out safe. Very well. Discretion, young man. Discretion. So, uh, Torlin, are you taking any of the crew with you? Uh, just Truco and Mycroft, and let me take a look through the crew real quick. See if... Let's let's take Rosie. Sure. She's a gnome, right? She's a halfling. 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 Her name is Rosie Cusswell, and she cusses well. <laughs> he is kind of literally the last person you want to bring along to uh, win people over. Well, all depends on their nature. Good luck, guys. <laughs> She's also the last person you want to take to do anything quiet. So good luck, guys. All right. So uh, Mycroft and Torlin, Rosie and Herica, you guys go outside of town. And K. And K? Okay. Yes, I'm going with Mycroft. I thought I heard you say that you were going to stay. So. I apologize if it was unclear. He's okay. going with Mycroft. He has not seen him. He's part of his. Um, it's been about as clear as I think Kay is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, he's torn right now. Like, <laughs> Captain saved him, and then now he's here. So the the five of you then head out of town. Uh, it's not that far out of town. Uh, probably about, oh, 20 minutes or so. It's a little, not quite a farm. It's more like a homestead because they do go out and do some logging and such. They have a barn there, uh, the house that you're trying to get to. And the, uh, the barn is where Herica takes you. And 
as you come up, the, the door opens slightly of its own accord. And you hear Herrick, of course, calls out a particular whistle tune. And there's a response that comes from within the bar barn as you guys walk in there. In there, Torlin and Kay, you find four others. There's a large warforged that stand there that looks pretty similar to most other warforged that you've seen. Uh, not very distinguishing. They do have, uh, yeah, no, it's just like a kind of standard warforged. There's a half half elf standing that's got a crossbow strapped to uh, in his hands that he's holding as he sees you all kind of come in. There's a human woman, uh, two human women, actually, uh, that are standing there. One's taller than the other, and she looks pretty rough and tumble. Definitely. Oh. I was just going to say, Herica introduces, she she gestures to the Warforged and said, this is Mainyard. And she gestures to the Half-Elf and said, this is Saul. And uh, one of the women's got short black hair, darker skin tone. She says, this is Lycia the Martitian. And this is uh, Daslin Asgard to the final one, this uh, blonde lady that definitely like looks like she knows her way around a ship. Kay Zamorano, and this is Torlin. And that is Truco. And so Mycroft will nod at the, the, the crew that they've just met up with and say, uh, guys, these are some, uh, some friends of ours we've, uh, we've met up with today, um, fellow uh, Steering loyal, loyalists that are uh, very much interested in helping us out uh, of our current predicament. Uh, what were you able to find out uh, you know, during your surveillance? Uh, Kay and Torlin can give me notice checks. Be a five for Torlin and an 11 for Kay. That would be one rating. Torlin, you notice when Mycroft says that there's Siren loyalists. You kind of all notice that the four of them kind of sigh a little bit and the energy kind of goes down a little bit. Uh, Saul puts his crossbow down. Kay, you notice in particular uh, Dazlin and Mainyard. Both seem, Dazlin seemed to be the most tense. And it, the comment from Mycroft, you see her really just, she just like completely relaxes. Uh, Mainyard, don't really want to say relax because I mean, it's a warforge. They don't necessarily relax. You do see him uh, shift in his. He nods to Mycroft quite a bit, but you notice that there's between those two in particular, there's a um, respect or fondness that they seem to have towards Mycroft. That you notice that as soon as he says that, changes their nature quite significantly. Okay. <clears throat> so, Mainyard actually steps forward and speaks and goes, Crack Peak is quite formidable. It's a prison that's built in front of a cave that's on the side of a cliff. I would say from where you guys are at, you kind of see a look of it a little bit. Oh, wow. It's, of, of course, right. that view was much further away. It's very much kind of on the cliffs. And uh, so... so one thing I would have done, you kind of right as they were beginning to their stick out. I mentioned this to you earlier. I would have, I would have uh, cast farsight on whoever would have yeah. been the most of them. So they would have, they would have to get at least ten minutes of very up close kind of. Um, well, yeah, 
incidentally, this is uh, part of how Here Comes the Calvary is playing out. Um, uh, I'll say this just for everybody else. First of all, Mycroft actually came with more information than I intended him to have in the first place. That's why we popped off the side. And I'm going to just say and assume that you used your last Eberron Dragon Shards to cast Farsight as prepared magic on him. So he had it for a few hours uh, and was able to investigate quite a bit. So you're going to get more information about the prison here than you guys probably going to get otherwise. And uh, this is this is the play out of Here Comes the Calvary. <clears throat> so Mainyard talks about this. It's a prison that's housed. That's the opening of a cave. It's fairly clear. Uh, Dazzling against my better judgment, also went into the town and talked up some of the guards who work there. It seems that there's a contingent of about 40 guards that work there regularly and live there as well. Though it seems that any given time, I'd say there'd be about a dozen on duty with half of that number at the main gate. The road up to the prison is quite treacherous, easily watched. If anything comes along that, I would consider it nothing but a diversion, which potentially has some merits of drawing some of the guard away. In the backside of the prison, there is a alarm bell that I imagine would need to get taken care of early. There are some cells in the forward part of the prison, but a lot of that's for the guards, I believe. The captain is probably being held within the cave complex, as long as Arya and Friar. After investigating things quite a bit, the cave, the cliff that it is on curves around a bit. I do believe uh, if we start early enough in an evening, on an evening shift, we could acquire the right gear and climb up the cliff. I'm trying to remember. Lycia kind of pipes up at this moment and says, I still think we should kind of come at it from the bottom. And Mainyard shakes his head and goes, no, I actually think we should climb up above the prison and actually drop down, because that would be uh, allow us a quicker way to potentially take out the alarm. There is one other possible entrance, but uh, I'm not so confident about it. You can see in this picture, down in the lower left-hand corner, there's a little something, you can't quite see it there. Uh, but what Mainyard describes and talks about is that there's actually uh, like a back gate that's down there that some supplies come up and things like that. Uh, might be a bit of refuge exit and things like that um, that's thrown out. From what I saw, it's not heavily guarded. However, uh, it goes through most of the complex. Couldn't necessarily say what's in there, uh, how far it would take to get to the cells. But uh, I believe it's only guarded by a couple guards. But it leaves no. us far far enough away, leaves us too far away from the alarm. Unless, of course, well, we break into a couple of groups. Yeah, I mean, we may have the resources available to us to kind of stage a, a dual uh, a dual approach where one set uh, could focus on disarming the, the bell. Um, now, Kay, I believe you mentioned that you know, earlier you you were thinking about. Uh, well, you, you, this may be not a character, but um, if we could somehow silence the alarm. Absolutely. I mean, not only silencing the alarm, but my 
my whole hesitation here is there are 40 guards here. If the handoff happens and they move Captain Arlen through the city, I can't believe that they'll have 40 guards surrounding three people. And there are so many more avenues to be able to escape throughout the city, whether it be jumping into the river, using the, the back alleys, breaking out into the forest, like all of these become much more options than trying to take a fortified position. I mean, I wasn't in the war, per se, but going head on into a wall like this, where they're entrenched and we're attacking them, seems much more risky than trying to take them while they're moving. Yeah. Master K, is it? This is me, Mark. Uh, 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 sh- yes. What you speak may be partially true, but also, uh, in a sense, they don't have 40 guards. They may have more than that because they have the entire city watch. The prison is run in some ways funded by the city. Yes. I, 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 if you if you've had you've all been in war. If you had to take a fortification like this, what do you think our military might would need to be? But I think where you, where there may be a disconnect between this, between what we might be suggesting and what you might be envisioning is, we are certainly would not ever do a, a you know, full you know, head-on charge against the fortified position like this. What 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 I think we're talking about is a much more kind of stealthy infiltration approach. Infiltration approach, yeah, where. We send a few folks, you know, maybe down the cliffs to disable the uh, or, or silence the, the, the alarm. Send, you know, a, a group potentially up the uh, the back entrance route, which is obviously much less heavily guarded, according to the main yard. And I mean, the problem is we don't know what's going to happen once we get inside and how far we have to go with that. So, but Saul kind of pipes up and says, "Never underestimate." What disgruntled pr- the confusion and chaos disgruntled prisoners can cause. Just stage a prison riot. Yeah, out of character, just you know, just to to help clarify, because I'm not in the scene, so it has to be out of character. Uh, they're not talking about a frontal assault. They're talking about let's make this a heist movie. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, basically, basically, these four have come in. They weren't even considering going in town, so they were reporting on. We're breaking yep. into this prison to get Captain Arlen out. So everything they've been sharing has been from that perspective completely. So you, so when you brought up this first thing, um, should pointed this out actually. The other ones kind of like, kind of came up with the confusion. They're just like, well, that's not what we've been planning. That's uh, fair. So if we do some basic math, uh, Mycroft, if there's 40, six at the main gate, two at the bottom at any given time, so it's eight, 12 on guard, that's 20. So 20 are either in the barracks, either sleeping or so on. Ideally, they're sleeping. But if we're talking about being able to silence the alarm, what we're primarily trying to do is making sure that those additional 20 guards don't come into play. So silencing that room if they are asleep is more effective than silencing the alarm. Because no matter what happens and what noise we make, they won't be getting up. And with that, we will call it a session tonight. This is Jaime playing K Zamorano. And Michael with Torlet. With Captain... Captain what? <laughs> with Ellie as Captain Dana, or maybe it's the other way around. Who knows? And this is John playing Mycroft. And I am your Dungeon Master, Philip. Thank you, John, for joining us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's session. And with that, you a good night. See you all next week.